It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the Barry Alvarez Radio Show, brought to you by Pomps Tire Service. We know tires and service. You should know Pomps, your tire and service professionals throughout the Midwest. Now, here's Matt LePay and Barry Alvarez. We are at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, just off the Beltline here in Middleton. Welcome to this month's edition of the Barry Alvarez Show, as we once again catch up with the Athletics Director, at the University of Wisconsin, we uh, put a wraps on the basketball season. The Badgers uh, proved to be a very tough out at Madison Square Garden. First time that this event has ever been held in New York City, the Big Ten Tournament. A exciting win on Thursday against Maryland and an exciting game, but the Badgers falling three points short on Friday against Michigan State. But still a lot to be encouraged about, I think, moving forward with Greg Gard and the Badgers. As all of that goes on, uh, obviously a very hectic time as you enter into postseason play with the winter sports programs, uh, NFL Combine here in these last few days, and the Badgers are pretty well represented down in Indianapolis and faring very well. I think uh, doing a great job in, in some instances here of improving what was already probably pretty decent draft stock and maybe even better still after uh, some of the performances and the testing down at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. So we'll talk about that. We'll uh, talk about the spring game as the uh, the Badgers uh, once again uh, in a partnership this year with the School of Veterinary Medicine to uh, help raise money for uh, that program. The uh, spring game will be held on April 13th. That is a Saturday night, 6 o'clock at Camp Randall Stadium. We'll talk a little bit about spring ball and some other topics as well as we have our monthly conversation with the Athletics Director at the University of Wisconsin, Barry Alvarez. We'll take a break. We'll get things started here at Roos Chris Steakhouse in just a couple of minutes on the Badger Sports Network. This is the Barry Alvarez Show. We are at Roos Chris Steakhouse just off the Beltline here in Middleton as we uh, gather once again and talk many things UW Athletics with Coach Alvarez, we mentioned, uh, we'll get to the combine here in, in a few minutes because there's some you know, pretty good results uh, involving some Badger players coming out of Indianapolis. But you, know, you had a chance to uh, be in New York as first time ever, the Big Ten basketball tournament at Madison Square Garden. And it looked like the attendance numbers actually were, were pretty good as the day went on Friday and on into the weekend. The television ratings good. And most importantly for us around here, I thought Badgers, they, they showed pretty well. Yeah. Down. I think that's that's the important thing, and I think that's what people have to take a look at. You know, as I mentioned in giving Greg support about a month ago, you know, you watch the players and, and you go through a, a, a season where you have injuries, where you have issues, and your record isn't what you want it to be, but you watch how a coach handles his players and you see whether they continue to improve, whether, whether he's lost his players or whether they keep playing hard for him. And it was obvious to see down the stretch we played our best basketball which sends, me, sends a, a strong message to me. But I, I thought they played, you know, they played their best basketball probably the last three games of the season and carried that over into the tournament. Um, played very well against Maryland. 
And really, I think Izzo said it that uh, they didn't deserve to win that game, that we outplayed them. <laughs> but you got to make free throws, you yeah. know. And, and yeah. uh, But they, I thought they played very well. The tournament in New York, uh, I know the commissioner came out earlier in the week and, and basically said he would take uh, – he, he was at fault in scheduling that and condensing the schedule. It wasn't fair to the kids. Sometimes you're playing three games in five days, et cetera, et cetera. But in the end, um, we broke the, the, the tournament broke attendance records. This, that was the first sellout for the for the finals uh, since uh, I don't know while. maybe in yeah, a it's in a while yeah. in, in yeah. Indy. So the tournament itself was a, was a was a success. But the season was too much stress on the players. Too, it was. He just asked for too much from them. Yeah, he was. Yeah, as you said, the commissioner said he's not going to do that again. Play play a week early. I will say though, the players that, and it was very challenging for every all fourteen teams. But I mean, the Wisconsin players who were asked about it, they they get a charge out of playing at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Some of them have been there multiple times, like an Ethan Happ. But Brad Davison, it was a dream come true to be able. And yeah. there is something to be said for that. Oh, just the atmosphere and the you, you you go through those hallways and you see all the the great players that have come through there, all the great acts and all the things that have that have occurred there over the years and uh, and the tradition is just reeks as 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 you're in there. And so uh, that it has to be a thrill for those kids. And I think I think that was the commissioner's intent. Not you know to also show the. The schools in the east and, and the fans in the east that this conference spreads to the east now. It's not just a Midwest conference um, and to take it out there. And last year, what, where did we play last year? Washington, didn't we? Yep. So uh, now it's going, coming back to Chicago and Indy, I think, the next at least the next four years. Yes, it is. Chicago next year, and that'll be the rotation Chicago and Indy for very much in the, the next four years. And when, when last we had this show, it was uh, – a few days prior to Frank Kaminsky night, and also during that show, you mentioned your support for for Greg and and what he was doing and how he was doing it. And the team certainly responded, and it began really with that night. Kaminsky the, night, it was a perfect night. Game what? against Purdue. I thought it was just a special night. I thought our people in the athletic department did a tremendous job in in uh, planning it, and just it tied all together with. You know, the players wearing his number, uh, the cheerleaders wearing his jersey. Uh, just the, the whole thing just went off very well. And, and then for all of his teammates, so many of those teammates to come back and celebrate with him, I thought was really good. Yeah, a lot of memories for fans. Uh, you know, and we're not we're talking three years ago when, when he played, so it's not like we're talking ancient history, but it still brought back a lot of great memories seeing all those guys. And I think Frank, too, we've talked a lot about him. There's a goofiness to his nature. But when he spoke, you really got the impression it was straight from the heart. He yeah. really did a nice job. Yeah, he did. I think he took over. He took over the, the room, you know. And <laughs> you got seventeen thousand people in there, and he felt very comfortable. You could tell he was comfortable with it. He had fun, you know. Some of his old buddies are up in the stands, and he's carrying on with them, just like he did in the dorm, you know. And uh, <laughs> so I, he did a tremendous job, and I know his parents appreciated it, and his whole family appreciated it. It was. It was one of those nights, and then you know he he had a good message for the for the team, and they went out and played lights out against a very very good Purdue team. It was fun to see among those storming the court were Frank's teammates. <laughs> it right. was, so it, it kind of tells you something. We and you see this all the time too with in football, Barry. Guys whose careers are done here, 
remain really emotionally invested in what's going on. It's their program. Well, right? it, it is, and, and they put so much time and effort into it. They have pride in it, um, and, and so they live and die it. They know the players. They, they come back. The coaches embrace them. You know, a lot of the players come back uh, in football or basketball. The coaches are going to get them up in front of the players and, and talk about what playing here meant meant to them. And um, so it, 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 it's very meaningful. We've got a we've got a 25th anniversary for that first for the '93 Rose Bowl team about that. this year, and uh, I'm expecting the same thing with our guys coming back. And I hope we have a big turnout and, and uh, have a nice weekend with them. Yeah, 25 years goes goes quickly. Oof. It's, just, it's hard. Does. It's hard to believe. You kind of catch yourself when you when you hear that, right? There was 25 years ago. Every now and then, Big Ten Network will show that. Uh, that that special which they've done for a lot of programs with with special seasons but man you just you know panos and raymer and bevel moss and fletcher and all those guys on the defensive side of the ball that uh in the japan you know you got to play the last game in japan i mean (laughs) what a story (laughs) it really was it's uh be another another special year 25 years ago the first ever wisconsin team to win the rose bowl be celebrated uh, coming up this fall we're at roos chris steakhouse in middleton and we're going to stay on the football theme as we transition to that some badgers faring very well at the nfl combine this week we'll get into that and more as we continue with the barry alvarez show from roos chris steakhouse on the badger sports network Last month when we uh, visited here with the place director, Barry Alvarez, we were talking about some of the Badgers being invited to the NFL Combine. and uh, Pro Day, by the way, in Madison will be on March 14th, so it'll be another opportunity for uh, any number of players to uh, do their thing in front of the NFL types. But uh, certainly it's good representation down in Indianapolis here, Barry, within the past week. And, you know, a lot of guys did well, a couple in particular that you thought could Guys like Leon Jacobs and Atrell Jamerson, and uh, they they turned a lot of heads. They out did, there, didn't they? I, I talked to Soup Campbell, one of former players who now is working for the Bears. They just got back, I think, yesterday or the day before. When I talked to him, he said Leon just made himself a lot of money. <laughs> but they were really impressed with him. But he was, I think, he had the second fastest time, mm-hmm. and uh, bench he had the second best bench press. And you know darn well he does a great. He'll do a good. Did a great job in the interview process. Then you see that he played not only inside and outside linebacker, he played fullback when they asked him to. Yep. So he, he's a guy, he's a team guy. And that they want to see that. You know, that's important to him. And and Jamerson, you know, he he was the fast we felt he was the fastest guy on the team. And uh he had, he did twenty I think he did the second most bench press for twenty five. Twenty five. Yep. yep. And you know, so those guys I think opened a lot of eyes. I think our other guys did did well. I, you know, I don't I don't know how much Troy did. I think he just bench pressed. It benched. And yep. Sitchi, yep. you know, they, they were impressed with his with his interviewing. Surprise, surprise. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna love him. I mean, yeah. Somebody who you know, we know it's been a season and a half since he's played, but definitely on the radar of, of yep. the NFL scouts with, with what what he's done. And I thought it was funny. I saw the clip. Of the of the combine on, on NFL Network, and after Natrell Jamerson ran his four four, Deion Sanders is saying, "We don't see safeties run like that." Yeah, I mean, yeah. you just haven't, and well, you, you do now. And and you mentioned with Leon with his four four eight twenty six reps on the bench. That's a that's two hundred twenty five pounds. What these guys are popping 
off their off their chest, and Leon with that long arm of the wall. It's harder in theory, oh, right, to absolutely. be able to bench. But absolutely, he, the guys normally with with big bench presses are guys with big chests and short arms. Mm-hmm. They don't move the bar very far. Yep. But his his arms hang down below his knees, <laughs> you know, and and he's strong. He's fast. I mean, he's he's got the package. We knew that he would he would light it up there. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting, Matt. So of all of our guys, there are three of them came here initially as walk-ons. Yeah, right. Dooley, right. Dooley being the other one. Yeah. Who end up getting asked to go to the combine and are going to get drafted. Yeah, yeah he fared pretty well as well. When I, we were talking before we went on the air, a guy like Garrett, um, people have known about Fumagalli and what he, at least around here, Garrett really carved a good niche for himself yeah. here too. You know, people wonder going into the year without the outside linebackers, without Vince Beagle and T.J. Watt, and they're they were terrific players, obviously, on in the NFL. Uh, they they man those positions yeah. pretty well here. Too. He's had a, he had a good career, but he really put it all together his senior year. Yeah, it, was, it was fun fun to see. And we mentioned the the pro day here in Madison coming up uh, in uh, well soon. week from today. Yeah, March March fourteenth, one week from today, and that's another that's another huge day. Maybe some of these guys at the combine can go run again if they yeah. feel like they need to. But uh, that's uh, any number of guys now can get exposed yeah. a little bit to the any to of the, the seniors the yeah. seniors now will will come back my grandson joe will come back and, and and run for him he wants to give the nfl a shot and see if he can catch somebody's attention and, and sign for to get into a mini camp or get into a camp but i the guys that competed at the combine now if they want to improve one phase um you know, Jamerson doesn't have to run the 40 again. Leon doesn't have to run it again. Right. They, they put great times up. They bench. They'll probably just do position drills. There'll be a linebacker coach. There'll be a secondary coach. Put those guys through through their drills, and that's probably all they'll do because their numbers are good enough. You mentioned with, with Sitchi about interviewing, and, and for those who are not aware of this, it, you know, you, you check your you – know, you got the shuttle, you've got the 40, you got the bench. But that the interview, that, that matters, doesn't it? Does. it? Yeah, you know, it tells a lot about a kid. They have a, they have it set. You're going to do some testing. You're going to do some testing to show your your IQ and and in your in the interviewing, they want to see if you're if if you're a team player. They want to see how you respond to some off the wall questions. They want to see how you think on your feet. So they've got a battery of things. I'm sure every every uh, staff has some things they want to ask and see see what uh, type of response they get from the athletes. All right. I look forward to with those guys with the draft. Uh, I know it's still a little ways down the road, but always interesting to see where these Badgers end up. And, of course, a spring game coming up as well. Spring drills. We'll get into that as well here as we continue at Roos Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. More with Barry Alvarez coming up on the Badger Sports Network. We continue with the Barry Alvarez Show. We're at Roos Chris Steakhouse in Middleton talking a little football. Badgers at the Combine. Pro Day coming up in uh, one week and the uh, spring game coming up in about five weeks. Matter of fact, uh, the night of April 13th, 6 o'clock at Camp Randall Stadium. And uh, once again, the Badger football program uh, at UW Athletics partnering uh, with a campus department. And this year it will be the UW School of Veterinary Medicine, uh, tickets for the uh, spring game, $5. They're on sale now. Proceeds will go toward the uh, school's Animals Need Heroes 2. That's a building expansion campaign. So uh, eight years in a row now, like, yeah. I believe, Barry, been partnering up. It's good. You know, just something, add a little something to it, and you can help somebody on campus. Yeah, it's a feel-good. You know, it, it makes you feel good that we, 
we want to be part of campus. We want to give back whatever we can. We allow them, you know, if, if they want to get into it, they can have their people hustle tickets. You know, I thought it was a too, you know, good for, you know, you, you scratch my back, I scratch mm-hmm. yours. You sell the tickets, which, you know, I always, you just need some type of reaction when there's a good play to, you know, particularly for the young kids to take away the first time they walk into that stadium and play in front of a crowd. So, so it's motivation for whoever uh, we sponsor with, and we give them the we give them the Buckingham Club so they can entertain their people. It's uh, it's good both sides. I know with you it was always this way, and I get the impression with Paul, Chris, and his staff it is much the same. It's a it's an enjoyable time of year for them because it really is a it's an extended teaching period, yeah. is it not? You know, coach, good coaches want to be out there developing players. You don't have to worry have, have the pressure of game planning and, and the pressure of winning a game um, you you out there just literally trying to take every one of your players to another level get the young ones ready to play you know get them to the level uh, that, that they can be productive on Saturdays find out which ones can which ones that look like you can count on you know your veterans you got an offensive line that's all returned you treat them a little differently than you treat the, red sh- the freshmen that were redshirted last year and the guys that were backup. You give them all the reps. You you work on some different things with uh, with your veterans. I thought it was refreshing. I think Teddy Greenstein of the Chicago Tribune, I want to say it was him. You can look back. There, he did a story on, on the three guys who are coming back. Right. And and, and they're, you know, and they could have gone. And the, you know, they would have likely been drafted. But, you know, David Edwards, Michael Dieter, Bo Benshaw, they um, – Oddly enough, they like college. They, they kind of like being a part of all this. I thought it was, it was cool. I thought it was interesting, and I'm sure Paul led him to this, that they picked up the phone and called Joe Thomas. And Joe's message to him, in 20 years, you're going to remember your senior year in college much more than your rookie year in the NFL. And all of them enjoy college. I think, I think one or two may graduate here this mm-hmm. semester, the other one. You know, when one more semester, they're they're all going to be graduated. So you get that out of the way. You know, you get more experience, and hope you, hopefully your your draft st- uh, status goes up. Well, you get advice like that from Joe Thomas, who's probably on track to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, right? Right. right. Uh, that, that's that's pretty strong. pretty heady stuff. That it really is. So that I thought that that was fun, and 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 it was spring ball. Generally speaking, the offense has a lot of guys back. We've just talked about it with the offensive line, obviously. Horny Brook, Jonathan Taylor, those guys. Defense, though, it'll be a really good opportunity for some for some guys to step in because jobs are available yeah, to be I, had now. You lose a lot in the secondary. I think we have some good young players that have come in early. I know one corner they're, they're really high on, and Jimmy's anxious to, to work. Well, maybe two of them are here early. I know a couple of the receivers are in early. Uh, nose, the nose guard from Lincoln, Nebraska, has been very impressive. In workouts, as a matter of fact, Ross said he may be the strongest guy on the team now. Wow, showing up as a freshman. So you know, you you, you take those guys and you try to work them in, try to get them caught up, so maybe they they can contribute next year as true freshmen and, and fill some holes. I thought it was interesting. I'm not sure if we talked about this on this show last month or not. Um, if so, I'll bring it up again. That one of the benefits maybe of social media or texting. I was talking with Ross Kalaji about this during one of the bowl practices, and this recruiting class, they've gotten pretty tight already and and have been for a while. Maybe that's a benefit of being able to reach out with each other so easily. That's exactly right. You know, they all committed early. 
they all made contact with each other and stayed in contact with uh, with each other. So you start building your your, your team in chemistry, even though you're th sometimes thousands of miles apart. But they're going to be teammates. They get to know one another when they show up. They're friends already. Yeah. I know the class before that did the same thing. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's a class that I know they're always you're always going to be happy with the class, but I nationally it's getting more run this class and then you know what they're working on down the road so it's a pretty interesting times uh, fun times here with badger football which but okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The way won 13 games last year, so a lot, a lot of good things going on around here. We'll take a break. A lot of good things going on with women's hockey as well. We'll touch on that in the postseason. Got the high school basketball tournament uh, rolling into town here in the in the coming weeks as well. The importance of that. We'll get into that and more as we continue at Bruce Chris Steakhouse in Middleton on the Badger Sports Network. Mark your calendars. Be over here at Bruce Chris on Thursday, April 5th for a one-of-a-kind West Coast taste tour. All kinds of uh, pinots you can uh, check out from the Central California, Russian River Valley, Ooh. and five-course dinner. That's uh, here at Bruce Chris Steakhouse on Thursday, April 5th at 6.30. Get all your information. Stop on by here at Bruce Chris Steakhouse in Middleton, and they will be happy to tell you all about it. Pinot Noir, it's good stuff. Russian River, Canaros oh. Valley. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Best two, best oh. two places for oh. for your wines. Absolutely. Well, we have a nice crowd out here tonight. We do. This is a beautiful area. We are, we are just outside what if if you're familiar, and I know a lot of you are here at Roos Chris, it, for a brief time it was a cigar room, and it is, uh, I can't smoke cigars here now, but it's a, it's a great room. And when the weather warms up, they did a really nice uh, renovation here where it expands out into a patio area. But until that time, there's still a nice area. You walk in here, you get a little badger memory lane yeah. here, too. So I let uh, them go to all my cool. offices. They, yeah. All my different offices, pick out different <laughs> pictures. I've got some, I let them uh, borrow some of my uh, championship rings and some watches to put up on display. Oh, that's cool. So, it is cool. It's interesting. Uh, the picture of you, I think, is the Notre Dame defensive coordinator is still up there as well, which, of yeah. course, you were right before right before coming here. Um, talked about what's going on in the winter, the winter sports season. Uh, I know it was a tough one for for Tony Granato, but he still had the great experience, and I think in the big picture, the exposure, Olympic hockey coach, uh, obviously with the uh, the Olympic Games in South Korea, and Mark Johnson, they're going to be hosting uh, Minnesota at Laban Arena Saturday afternoon. Uh, Badgers, a number two seed, taking on Minnesota. They're thirty-four and two. Thirty-four, thirty wins, four losses, two ties, yeah. and back into the mix for a national championship. National championship, playing to go to the Frozen Four. Uh, had a tough weekend last weekend at Minnesota and had a chance to talk to Mark today. And, you know, it, it's, it's tough. You're, you're number two seed and you're playing against a team like Minnesota mm -hmm. first round. And, and it's the NC2A trying to save a little money and using proximity and, right. and, and distance uh, to decide on some of those things rather than straight up 
um, seeds. So this is a tough draw for us. Yeah, well, so I know that the tickets, they sold in a hurry. It's, it should be a great atmosphere at, at Le Bon. What a facility. So everybody's oh. talking. I mean, it's still, I guess it's not brand new now. It's been around a, a few years, but people just rave about it. And the great home ice that has been for the women's hockey team. It is. What a place to watch. You know, you, you're right on top of it. You see it so well. And, you know, just the facility. Our people take care of their uh, all the facilities, Cole Center, Le Bon. It, it, they're like they're brand new. They're they're kept like they're brand new, and and uh, really proud of our people for for the upkeep of it. I was over at the Cole Center today for some basketball uh, stuff, but I just looking down at the floor, knowing that uh, this place is far from done in terms of usage with the high school championships coming here. That and I know that is something that you hold. Very uh, near and dear when you can, when you have the opportunity to, to have an event like that. It's great when you can have it right here on campus. It's important, I think, to bring our high school athletes to town. Bring them to Madison. Bring them to campus. If you want them to dream someday of, if, that I want to play here someday. If I'm good enough, I want to come to the university, uh, have, a, get a great, have the opportunity to get a great education, and I want to play in this venue. I want to play in front of these fans. And, you know, my philosophy was, and everybody knows it from the day I got here, and I expect the rest of my coaches to do the same thing. You keep the best players at home, the best players in Wisconsin. You want them to be here because they're good, as good as any players in the country. So start with that as a coach. Yeah, you think about that. This is, the, you know, we celebrated the Camp Randall 100 this year, and this is also the 20-year anniversary of the Cole Center. You think of the great moments. One involved a high school, at least one involved the high school game, Sam Decker. Sammy Decker. Game-winning shot. Hit a lot of big shots for the Badgers as well, but that's you thinking of one of the iconic moments of the first 20 years of the Cole Center. Uh, Sam Decker's game winner in a state championship game was certainly right there on that list. Uh, we will take a break and we'll have more with Athletics Director Barry Alvarez as we continue at Roos Chris Steakhouse on the Badger Sports Network. We continue with the Barry Alvarez Show. We're at Roos Chris Steakhouse here in Middleton. It's a good crowd on a nice Wednesday night here, but still room for you. Come on out. Enjoy a a little cocktail or whatever you choose, and a great meal, as always, here at Bruce Chris. Uh, but one thing we, we should get into here, Barry, and we've touched on a lot of different things. There's obviously, you know, when you get into this time of year, the month of March, there, there are great games. The basketball tournament captures the imagination of, of people all across the country. We've been really lucky here. I know this year there's not an NCAA tournament, but 19 straight there was. But there's, you know, things going on, obviously, uh, in college basketball that aren't particularly pretty. And I know you've mentioned this in the past with other things that have gone on in, in college athletics. When this happens, it's a great opportunity here for everybody to let's check. Let's let's make sure that if it's what's going on, there's the, the Larry Nasser issue at, at Michigan yep. State, that ugly episode. And then with agents and all this with basketball, great chance to kind of self-check. Let's well, make that, sure we're doing it the right that's way. That's just a natural thing to do. And I think leadership probably all over the country, if, if you're doing your job and, and doing your due diligence, that you're we're going to step back. And I, I made the presentation to our athletic board as well as the Board of Regents that we will conduct a, our own study. Um, we'll put some uh, people from different areas of campus, or campus and in the community uh, a study group and we'll tear down we started interviews already we're going to tear down every phase of our department um, 
we think we're doing things well. We don't anticipate that there's anything wrong, but there's, you know, you can always get better. And so we want to tear it apart, see where we are, uh, because the, the safety of our student athletes, our, our employees, and our fans uh, is, is the utmost importance. So we, we just want to, we want to study it. We want to break it down for areas for improvement. We're going to improve it. And in regards to what with the, the agents and all the thing with, with college basketball, I was talking with Greg during the season. I said, I know it's been tough, but, man, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> and he's saying, yeah, he's, in the it, long run, this will make the game better, it sounds sure. like, right? Well, you, you want a, a le as level a playing field as you possibly can have. And if some guys – are working through shoe companies and agents to place players, and they're receiving money, the players are receiving money, um, and you're recruiting, offering a scholarship. Uh, it's, it's, it's not right. It's not fair. Um, if somebody is flat-out cheating and, and dishing over money, uh, there should be, there's some, should be some consequences. Um, I don't want to say it's been going on forever. Everybody says they've known about Well, when the FBI gets involved, I don't think anybody can hide. <laughs> and so I, I'm really gl glad that we've gone in that direction. They can do some things. Um, th 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 they're, they're investigating things that are illegal. And it's not NC2A rules that they're illegal about. So they can, you know, when you're dealing with wiretaps and you're talking about, uh, you know, tax evasion and, and so et cetera, et cetera, that's a little more, that's a little more uh, serious than uh, paying for somebody's meal. <laughs> a little more involved, you know, that's right. And a different cat in, investigating it. So I, I think it's a must. I see Condi, Condi Rice is, is heading up a, a committee. Gene Smith is on it, Ohio State AD. Uh, they're they're going to come back, they're studying it. They're going to come back with some uh, some recommendations to improve it uh, you know I, everybody talks about one and done but that's that has they're gonna have to go directly to the NBA and and I think the players unit union to deal with that but there's there's some other things that that, are, that can be done I'm I'm really anxious to see where all this goes and how many are involved and and uh, the repercussion well that's the one thing I, I know a lot of fans understand it but I think a lot don't the NBA, that's not an NCAA thing. That is an NBA thing. Right. And it's important to understand that distinction. Yeah. Uh, See, in, in football, you have to stay th three, three years. years. Yep. Okay. In baseball, you can you can go straight out of high school. In so hockey, you can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So all, all the rules are a little bit different. But the one in, you know, to play one year, not be able to go straight from high school is an NBA rule. They're not going to take anybody. Yeah, the thing, athletes. I know there's there's all the talk about should they be paid, and you know opinions vary. But I think one thing that that can't be disputed, it's a lot better now than it was maybe even as recently as ten years ago, right? I mean, or, or for for an athlete, right? I mean, for what oh. for the for the facilities for yeah, facilities you know, are better. Most of the money we've spent um, have gone for, to the athletes to improve facilities to improve. The things we do for them. Uh, one of the things they, they took the lid off of uh, all meal plans, mm -hmm. so you can do whatever you want to do. So what I did immediately, uh, we serve breakfast at the training table in the stadium and, and the one at the Cole Center. So we have 900 student athletes. So the ones that are on scholarship or not scholarship, partial or whatever, we're going to feed them every day. 
that does not come out of their check. We pay for it. We pay for the, you know, we pay for all meals, all training table meals. That does not come out of a scholarship athlete's check. That's their spending money. Plus, uh, there was a, a rule passed a few years ago, full cost of attendance. Now, our um, our grant and aid office determines that number. Every school is a little bit different. So a student athlete um, on scholarship, let's say a football player on scholarship living in the dorm, he's going to get between $650 and $700 a month spending money, tax-free, um, that's his. If there's a need base, you can qualify for another 5900 tax-free. So uh, you can live pretty good. You know, your, your, your room and board's taken care of. Uh, you're not, you know, you're getting a check. No, no, no food money uh, is coming out of it. And then your cost of attendance. If there's an emergency at home, we have, a, we have an NC2A uh, allotment. We can, we'll send our athletes home. Uh, we'll pay for that. Somebody comes in, can't afford Coats, boots, winter clothes, we pay for that. So, you know, I think it's pretty good. It's better, much better, much, much better than it ever has been. And maybe this is another question I may have posed to you in the past, but bring it up. You hear every now and then where if it's, it's probably more a media driven, I'm not sure how many coaches have talked about it, but be it for football or for basketball, that there should be a commissioner so to speak specifically of of let's say the power five in football or x number of the division one teams in basketball that can help well they can make decisions you know what i've heard that if you give them the power to make decisions i think Mm. that'd be good yeah i think it would be good it's just hard to it's easier said than done they'll probably say that or is it you'd have to restructure that's a total that's a total restructure Mm -hmm. maybe we're going that way when we split up you know, from the, from the power five and to, you know, the, the group of five, um, our rules are different than them because you'd go to the NC2A convention. There are many more schools that aren't in that power five. And so when anything came up with money, they'd vote it down. They had the numbers that voted down. So they, and they held uh, the power five schools down. Yeah. And so uh, we made that change to, to allow, allow the power five to make different rules and things that they can afford and, and, and want to do. We, we touched on basketball at the outset. I mentioned, you know, we, this has been an incredible run with the 19 straight years. It's, what, four schools currently have had a long, or, or in the midst of a longer run. Uh, there will not be a 20th straight, but it maybe in a in a weird way, this is probably going to sound awkward, but in a weird way, this isn't maybe a, doesn't have to be a bad thing with what what's happened this year, especially Barry with the way they played in the last two or three weeks. Yeah, I think I think we ended up in a very in a, in a good place, uh, very positive. The way they played, I think uh, our players have to leave feeling the group that we had is going to get better. We have we have some reinforcements coming, and we anticipate anticipate to be a much better team, and we can compete. We beat a beat a good, very good, a top ten Purdue team. We take the number two team in the country in Michigan State right to the wire twice and, and probably should have beaten them, outplayed them the last time. So I think the future is, is very bright. I think for our fans, as I've been saying all line, don't take this, this winning and, and championship and going to the tournament every year for granted and bowl games for granted. It's hard. It's hard to continue that. And there are certain years when things happen, whether it be injuries or a couple recruiting classes that didn't, didn't pan out. It's, you know, it's going to happen. It happens to everyone. Mm-hmm. So um, 
People shouldn't flinch on it. <laughs> we'll get better. Well, it's kind of the perspective that you brought up a while ago with the 25-year anniversary of that first Rose Bowl winning team. That was that was like not, not even reality, right? I mean, for, for fans. And, and now it's like, oh, going oh. to another bowl game yeah. again. That's nice. I never thought in a million years, and I said this in the Big Ten office, I said, uh, you know, don't 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 lightning. Don't I don't want lightning to strike me down. But we went three Rose Bowl three straight years. Our fans were tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> they were want to go somewhere else. I mean, that's like sacrilegious to make that statement. But you know, they were they were bored with it. <laughs> with boy, with all due, the Orange Bowl was great. Cotton Bowl is great. There's still no bowl like oh, the Rose Bowl, right? I mean, I'm telling you, I've said it many times. You take the field there, and it's it, it takes your breath away. There's no prettier venue in all of sports than the Rose Bowl. It's hard to believe you mentioned the 25. It's 20 years uh, removed from the second Rose Bowl team when Tom Burke was tackling everybody in sight and Ron Dane was running over everybody in sight. Uh, just kind Was of, that the was, worst team ever? To it was the worst team, and then, but, but you modified that at the end and said it must have been the second worst team. I know one worse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Craig James, the yeah. Uh, yeah, the the infamous worst team ever to go to Rose Bowl. A team that you guys were what eleven and one, twelve and yeah. one that year. Yeah. Just lost the lost the one game. So yeah, it's a lot of a lot of fun stuff, and yet fun stuff to come uh, to, to come ahead here with the uh, with women's hockey on Saturday taking on Minnesota, and I think a lot of promise with Tony Granado and the men's team. I know it was it was a, maybe as he said a step back this year, but they feel good about the kind of guys they're recruiting into the program and. They'll, they'll be fine. His recruiting has been excellent. Uh, I think that he's built a, things with a solid foundation. We got off such to such a fast start last year, and, and I think it it upped our all of our expectations. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we just have to step back and say, hey, let, let's let this this program mature and let him con- continue to recruit, and they continue to recruit well. And you know the quality of those coaches, so we're in good hands. Yeah, it? it was fun. It was still fun to watch him coach the Olympic team. Obviously, you know, the Badgers represented, and then the women's team, very, oh, very heavily represented by Badgers. Hillary Knight, Megan Duggan, uh, yeah. Brianna Decker. That, that was Our, that our was girls cool. were, the, were, were the face yep. of the teams, you know, and uh, have, have them on both sides. And as you said, and you're playing with Gophers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hard, hard to imagine. Yeah. But now you know you made it. Hillary Knight's on Saturday Night Live, you know, as part of, part of the gold medal gold medal winning team so a lot of good stuff going on hour as always goes fast we'll we'll do it again soon do it again absolutely next week. always all right. fun all right athletics director barry alvarez here at roos chris steakhouse we're back to wrap things up right after this on the badger sports network hey we got about a minute left i need to congratulate you barry under armor athletic director of the year i know it was announced yeah. a couple of days ago that's that's it's a great cool. honor yeah it's a great honor cool. voted on by your peers yeah um it just said it says to to the to the quality of the people that that work in our office, the, uh, the administration, our coaches, athletes. You know that's that's what that means. Our, yeah. our program's in good shape and a lot of good people involved. Another double take that I had to have. Uh, your fifteenth year in the job. Fourteen national titles, sixty-two conference regular season titles. Plus all the academic all-conference, academic all-Americans, all the work outside. I know you hold all that very, oh, That's very important. important. Never, Not even close to an NC2A violation, which yeah. is I'm very proud of. Which is a part of uh, how you get to be the Athletic Director of the Year, by the way, with this. And By the way, Badgers in the fall semester were third in the Learfield uh, Director's Cup standings. So 
a lot of good things going on athletically, academically, and, and in the area as well with the Badgers Give Back program. A couple of notes real quick. Softball, uh, they are 11-8. and eight. They're going to be out in Arizona, out in Tucson, for the Wildcat Invitational going on Friday through Sunday. Congratulations to men's soccer coach John Trask, recently inducted into the Wisconsin Soccer Hall of Famer. He was a great high school player at Whitefish Bay, helping lead that program with three state titles. And he's turned in some very good work in his time as the head coach of the Wisconsin men's soccer program. That'll do it for us tonight in the Barry Alvarez Show and Roos Chris Steakhouse. Thanks for listening on the Badger Sports Network. On the Badger Sports Network, live from Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, this has been the Barry Alvarez Radio Show. Brought to you by Pomps Tire Service. We know tires and service. You should know Pomps, your tire and service professionals throughout the Midwest. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Badger Sports Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.